Hello, Trinity family. This is Chris McDaniel, and we are continuing our four-week uh, little look into the person and work of the Holy Spirit here on the weekly podcast. So thank you for joining us. Um, I'm going to jump on and piggyback on some of what Ashley said in her brilliant sermon on Sunday. I would just say, if you're popping in on this, you haven't listened to Ashley's sermon, I would highly encourage you to check it out. It was just fantastic. So, so, so on the money for us. Uh, I'm going to read the same passage she read and then say a few things that will kind of um, unpack or reflect with a slightly different angle on some of what Ashley said on Sunday. So 1 Corinthians 12, Paul says, Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of services, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but is the same God who activates all of them and everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another faith by the same Spirit. To another gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another the discernment of spirits. To another various kinds of tongues. And to another the interpretation of tongues. All of these are activated by the one and same Spirit who allots to each one individually just as the Spirit chooses. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one Spirit we were all baptized into the one body, Jews or Greeks, slave or free, and we were all made to drink of one Spirit. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, I pray that as we pause midweek, and reflect on the work of the Spirit, that you would just help us to think about this passage and to truly sit with the words here from our brother Paul. Help us to hear what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. So I want to say four very simple things. Uh, four things that are not in any way contradictory to what you would have heard on Sunday, just um, taking it at a different angle. Number one, we are all called to eagerly desire and strive for the spiritual gifts. Y'all, Paul makes it very clear. We're, we're not meant to live our lives as Christians with our arms folded saying, well, if the Holy Spirit wants to bypass all my barriers and get to me, he surely can. Here, Paul says that we're meant to ask, to press in, to strive even, eagerly desire for spiritual gifts. I just want to say by way of personal reflection that I ask for the gifts of the Holy Spirit to be manifested in my life on a very, very regular basis because I want whatever the Holy Spirit has to give. This is the antithesis of passivity or reluctance. Paul here is saying, I want you to strive for spiritual gifts. This is what you do when you believe Jesus, when he says it's safe to pursue the Holy Spirit. And so, I ask. I say, I want what you have. Now, here's the deal. In order to ask for spiritual gifts, as Paul says, you need to know what the spiritual gifts actually are. I would encourage you to do a study um, on the list of the Holy Spirit gifts found in the New Testament and then begin to ask very specifically for those gifts. Now, that leads me to the second thing in this passage that we need to sit with. Paul says here that there are varieties of spiritual gifts that are given by the one Holy Spirit. So to think about a list of spiritual gifts, there's a variety. Paul says it, and it's true. Wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, miracles, prophecy, distinguishing between spirits, speaking in tongues, interpreting tongues. These are all listed right here 
But that's not it. There are more gifts. Romans 12 lists prophecy, ministry, teaching, encouraging and exhorting, giving, leadership, compassion, mercy, says these are gifts. And I think one of the mistakes that we make is that we tend to think of these things as personality traits, but the Bible speaks of these as gifts of the Holy Spirit. So we're to ask for an increase in what God has on offer through the person and work of the Spirit. So that means you and me ought to be aware of spiritual gifts, and we ought to explicitly ask for them. God, give me wisdom. God, give me the gift of tongues. God, endow me with leadership. God, give me compassion. These are gifts that the Lord wants to bestow upon his children, and it's our job to ask for a variety of spiritual gifts. The third thing that we need to see here uh, is that the gifts are given, according to St. Paul, for the common good. Now, Ashley unpacked this in a brilliant way in her sermon. The gifts are not to make individual people feel more unique and special and to build them up. They are um, for all of us, and they are meant to move through us for the common good. 1 Peter 4, verse 10 says this, Like good stewards of the manifold grace of God, serve one another with whatever gift each of you has received. We're meant to serve each other with the gifts of God that he's given each and every one of us. And that leads me to the last thing I want to share, which is that Paul says that the gifts of the Spirit are given to us as the Spirit chooses. See, our job according to this passage, is to desire spiritual gifts. And the gifts on offer are wonderful. The Spirit's job is to give gifts as He determines, as He chooses. See, the the spiritual life is not an exercise in passivity. This is an opportunity for you and me to be more aware of what the Holy Spirit has on offer and then to seek those gifts, but then at the end of the day, open up our hands and trust that God will give us the gifts that he determines. He won't give you every single spiritual gift, and that's not your job to worry over. Our job is to be eager, open, desirous, and his job is to do what he wants to do. So I ask for the gifts, and then I trust the Lord to give me the gifts that he wants to give me. And I've experienced in my own life that some spiritual gifts I have in an abiding way, like I have them all the time. And then other gifts come and go. They're almost intermittent or given in the moment. And I don't have to worry over that. Neither do you. What we have to do is eagerly desire and seek and put ourselves in a position to where we can receive the good thing that God has for us. And... The Lord wants to do good things in you and me. This month of looking at and and working on and seeking the person and work of the Holy Spirit has been such a fruitful and productive time. And I just want to say to you, join us in that ancient prayer of the church, come Holy Spirit. But when you say come Holy Spirit, know that you are meant to take it a step further You're meant to know what the Holy Spirit does and begin to ask him for those gifts with open hands and open hearts. Ashley said it in her sermon, and I think it's a great way to leave us in terms of thinking in our imaginations about how the Lord works. When Father Christmas showed up in the Narnia books and he gave gifts to the kids, he looked at them and said, these are tools, not toys. The Lord wants to give you tools to work and to build and to grow and to mature. And you're not meant to do this. I'm not meant to do this growing work on my own. This is meant to be a work of the Spirit where he endows us with things that are us plus more. 
And that's what the gifts of the Holy Spirit look like. So I commend this to you, and I ask that you would be open to the presence of God and the work of the Spirit, that we would move from passivity to active seeking, eagerly desiring, even striving for what God has. And so I pray for my friends today and I say, Lord, empower us to pray with the ancient Christians and Christians all over the world and throughout the ages. Come Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Go in peace.